Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And on demand on your favorite podcast platforms. It's 5.09 on Friday, May 12th. Hey, a short show today uh, due to Husker baseball. Willie B. and the boys start their final regular season homestand versus Penn State this afternoon. Pre-game starts at 5.30, first pitch at 6.05. Well, finally it's Friday. I don't know about you, but I've been. it's been a long week. And uh, every Friday we will celebrate Fridays. Uh, with the afternoon, Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, each Friday, Chef Kevin will join us. And you probably remember Kevin, uh, a beloved fans of Bread and Cup. And now uh, Kevin is doing his exclusive invitation-only private dining experience at the Portico. Uh, so we'll talk about new food trends, Lincoln restaurant scenes, our favorite cocktails and craft beers, and and we'll even dive into uh, Lincoln's live music scene and uh, art venues. So um, we've been waiting for this for a while. So welcome, Chef Kevin Shin. I'm glad to be here, Dan. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, we'll do this every Friday. And, you know, let's not uh, mess around. Let's, okay. uh, let's uh, get right into let's what, what we're drinking. Let's, what we're drinking is we're going to have a fresh mint mojito. Mm. And this uh, mint came out of the ground uh, a just a few hours ago from your garden yes and i i bet a lot of people have it in their yard and it grows like a weed but it is abundant right now and it's so fresh and we're going to make some mojitos nice well you do that and i'll oh that's so good that is yeah. so nice so, i used to have a, a kind of a lemon balm uh there's different kinds obviously of mint and uh yeah Oh, that's lovely. So talk about your... Uh, so easy recipe, uh, two ounces of white rum. <laughs> See, Johnny, we don't even need that sound effect. Sure, no, that's great. <laughs> just record that. Music two, to my ears. Yeah, two ounces of white rum. Uh, make sure it's white, not uh, the dark or spiced. And uh, I put a fistful of, of mint leaves, like 10 or 12 mint leaves. And muddle that? In there, muddle it with a little bit of sugar to uh, grind it up. Mm-hmm. Then you add an ounce of simple syrup. Then a half an ounce of lime juice, and then uh, you shake it up like this. And it gets all that, all that mint nice. worked in there. And then we pour it over fresh eyes. Nice. And then we top it off with a little bit of soda water. Because this would be an extremely strong drink mm-hmm. it, if you didn't. Yeah. Well, people are going to be breaking the uh, studio door down, yeah. Johnny, to uh, get in here. <laughs> no kidding. And just top it off like that. And nice. It's got these cool little flecks of mint leaf. Yeah. Oh, they look lovely, too. All right. All right. One. Okay. Two. Yeah, here you go, Johnny. Jo- By the way, Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. <laughs> well, uh, cheers, gentlemen, uh, to the Friday Afternoon Club. There we are. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that'll work. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, okay. So we'll do this every Friday, and uh, uh, Kevin will come up with a drink idea, and uh, and uh, we will celebrate uh, the way the weekend ought to start uh, with a fresh cocktail. That's lovely. 
That's there right. we go. And so the other segment we're going to do, and we're kind of whipping through these today because we've got a short show, uh, but what's cooking? What's cooking, uh, also out of the garden, uh, brought a little frisee. Frisee is a spring green. It's, a, it's not really a lettuce. But you can see it looks oh, yeah. kind of like uh, looks like yeah. arugula. Yeah, or uh, kind of grows a little like uh, a dandelion. Mm-hmm. So it's, it can be bitter like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is a, a traditional green used for salad uh, lyonnaise in France with uh, bacon and uh, poached egg. And this, I love growing this because it's really really hardy and uh, so works very well in this in, in this climate. A perennial. Uh, no, you have to. It's an annual, okay. um, but uh, very easy to grow. Very nice. And how? And so, how are you using? Are you using that uh, currently? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll serve it tonight. Serve it all weekend, and my guests. And it makes um, just a really interesting salad because it's slightly bitter mm-hmm. because it's a it's a chicory, and but putting uh, a sweet sour salty note to it balances it out makes it a really really unique salad nice nice now i know you've been uh, uh, going to the farmer's markets already mm-hmm. and uh what are you finding that you're cooking for your guests well um probably a lot of things there's so. a lot of there's some morels right now they're looking really good and really expensive but uh <laughs> <laughs> but beautiful um one of the one of the vendors last week had uh um and just gorgeous uh morel mushrooms that he said this is probably going to be his best year that he will forage and what what makes a best year what it, 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 you have to use the force i think but uh <laughs> weather temperature uh humidity is a large uh, plays a large factor into it so rain moisture humidity and luck and and, and it's fairly short season yes right? mm-hmm. yeah and uh people will not tell you where they find them yeah so don't even ask mm-hmm. because you might have your tires slashed or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's a del- yeah, that's yeah. What else are you finding uh, in cooking this time of season when it's early in the in the gardening season? Well, one of my favorite things to to use, and I, I it's it's the new uh, it's the new Brussels sprout, but it's uh, little baby turnips. They're uh, they're Japanese hybrid. They're called a salad turnip. They're really really sweet. So are they white? They're white, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, you know, um, Brussels sprouts had their day in the sun. But I am doing my part to try to bring turnips into the into the mix because they only take about thirty five days to grow, hmm. and they're very um, very easy. In again, in our climate, and uh, you can eat the tops, and uh, just I just simply saute them for about three minutes is all. So, for our listeners who don't know that much or don't um, get around uh, to some of the restaurants, uh, give us the Reader's Digest version of Kevin Shin and how you uh, how you got into the restaurant scene. And uh, yeah, I uh, got uh, started my first restaurant in two thousand seven out of it just a, a driving passion for hospitality. Uh, I was a collegiate pastor for several years before that, and um, People ask me, "Boy, that's a big change, isn't it?" And I said, "Well, I'm still taking care of people." That's right. And so, hospitality, hospitality yeah. was really what drove me then, and it drives me now. I'm just using food in a different manner to set the table. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And now you've got this micro restaurant uh, in your backyard and on the portico. And- yeah, it found me. Uh, 
something good came out of COVID, at yeah. least for me. Yeah, fascinating uh, story. Uh, yeah. Tell that. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, uh, May of 2020. Uh, everything was shut down, including my industry. No one was working, and so there were no jobs to be had. And so I just was improving my house. Uh, thankfully, uh, Lowe's and Home Depot and Menards were uh, essential businesses because I was there probably three or four days a week. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was just improving my home. And some friends who knew me from my restaurant days asked me if I would cook for them for their 25th anniversary. Nice. And I said yes. And the long story short is that led to 38 opportunities. Wow that season to uh to cook in my backyard and uh, because you told those guests that yes mm -hmm. you you mm -hmm. would come to their home and cook mm -hmm. but then you said uh no let's do it at my house yeah 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 because i had i had done so many improvements to my yard and garden and and fire uh, fire pit that it um it just seemed like a natural fit and it was and it has i'm in my fourth season now yeah. uh, i am officially licensed by the health department uh i I've abide by the uh clear by the liquor commission clear, yeah. and yeah. and the uh department of revenue and so um it's a unique little opportunity that i am uh really really enjoying yeah yeah well it's it, it is yeah that is your gift not only a culinary gift but it is your gift of hospitality and making people welcome and uh yeah, well, we're we're glad to we're glad to have this partnership to do uh, FACs with Chef Kevin every Friday. We're uh, talking to Kevin Shin, uh, uh, chef uh, here in Lincoln, who uh, has agreed to host uh, co-host with me every Friday the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin, and uh, yeah, each Friday we'll we'll mix drinks, we'll talk about cooking, we'll talk about. Uh, uh, what's going on in the community and uh, and expose people we we love music we love uh, arts and uh, we're going to cover all of that uh, on fridays because doggone it after the week i've had uh i think all of us are looking forward to the weekend and uh so yeah we'll do that um some of the other things that uh, we want to talk about uh is music and uh, just yesterday on the show we had uh todd Ogden uh, from uh, Downtown Lincoln Association, and Scott Hatfield from uh, Duffy's, owner of Duffy's. And we had a great conversation about Lincoln music, and I know you're a big local music fan, and, and, um, and how, we, how Lincoln has the opportunity to continue to expand and be known for our local music scene. And uh, so lots of opportunities. Yeah. Um, I, like you, I like to find new artists. I'm always trying to discover. Um, I'm looking for music that moves me. That's that's the best way. Yeah. People ask me, what kind of music do you like? And I say, it has to move me. And if it does, then, yeah, it goes into the queue. Um, but it doesn't matter what genre or style, but um, it's just, it, it needs to connect with me. And... Uh, I think every week I want to bring to you a song nice. and an artist that maybe you've never heard of, uh, but will hopefully keep hearing. And my uh, uh, my friend Augie Birch, he is a local singer songwriter, and he uh, on his album last year had a song called Crows, and it is a moving, moving uh, story about uh, lost love and. Do we have that? Johnny, you want to play a little bit of that for us? I know, I don't know you 
that's good. Hey, that's boy. Yeah, it's a lament. It's uh, memories of watching someone walk out and yeah. say goodbye and yeah. realize, oh, it's just not working. So Augie's local. You've, he is. you've heard yes, Augie, I hear. Yeah, I've heard Augie in my backyard. Oh, no kidding. Late this, late this winter, he and some friends came over and we broke out the guitar. And he played that song for me around my fire. And it was really, really special. Augie, A-A-G-E, Birch, B-I-R-C-H. I know we can find him on uh, on Spotify. Yeah. His it? album uh, last year is called I Hope This Finds You Well. Hmm. Very cool. Well, we will continue to uh, look for those local artists. Um, so uh, we've got a couple minutes here before the break. We... Uh, uh, I love that, Kevin. We'll we'll talk about music. We'll talk about art. We'll talk about uh, uh, the drink of the week and and food and uh, yeah, because you're a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you played. Uh, you still mess around a little bit. I mess around. Yeah, I would know. Don't know what I would call it playing, but I have fun with it. Darn yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and and it's all part of that creative process uh, that that you are so good at in in creating not only food but environments and and the hospitality that goes with that. And so, yeah, creative process is is the it's the key because even though it may my music may never uh, reach the ears of another person, creating it uh, itself has value, and creating anything art photography, ceramics, whatever whatever it is that's coming out of you, it's uh, it's that process of going from idea to finished product that's so very important. We're talking with uh, Chef Kevin Shin on the Dan Parsons Show here on Friday afternoon, the Friday Afternoon Club with uh, Chef Kevin Shin. We... Uh, um, yeah, that creative process, and, and you know, all of us are creative in some way. Uh, some of us enjoy it more than others, and some of us uh, get to practice it more than than others. Uh, you know, even in my business in public relations, uh, you know, I, as you know, started Secret Supper and some podcasts, and shoot, before you know it, here I am behind a microphone, or and then uh, doing this. So uh, it is. Uh, you know that's just part of life to be able to uh, to harness those uh, talents that we have and use them in a way that's uh, uh, that's creative and productive. So yeah, and at some point uh, along the way, the inner critic shows up. Maybe it's around junior high, mm-hmm. and it tells us we're not good enough and we can't do that. And then we get into midlife and we realize, ooh, I got to go back to that, and I got to rediscover that creative process of uh, the innocence of. Just bringing forth something that's fun and playful. Well, and hopefully uh, in those junior high years, middle school years, there's somebody that's encouraging us. Uh, and I, I remember for me, that was my case of of a music teacher that encouraged me. And, and you know, here I am still today. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick little break, and then we're going to come back for a short segment before we have to turn it over to the baseball team. So come back and with Chef Kevin Shin on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. 
And welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show. It's uh, Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And uh, give you a quick preview of what's coming up on the show on Monday. Uh, don't miss our weekly talk with our friends at Flatwater Free Press. Uh, uh, we'll see what they're working on in, the, in their newsroom. And uh, so don't miss that. And, and stay tuned right after we're done here in a couple minutes. Uh, the Huskers are going to be play, taking on Penn State in the last home uh, stand of the season. Well, Kevin, uh, one of the other gifts that you have is you are a great writer. I mean, you really Thank are. You. You've written a couple books. Uh, and so we're going to end each show on Fridays uh, with a word uh, from you. And so uh, what's today's word? Yeah, I, uh, I take this from my uh, typewriter and my little project I call Use Fewer Words. And I want to try to convey something in a very short fashion because I liked the idea of Twitter of 140 characters. I just didn't like Twitter. And, and, and how can people find you uh, on Instagram is yes. your, your channel of choice. That's right? my channel of choice. I, I have the others, but my preference is Chef Kevin Shin at uh, Instagram. Great, great. Yeah. And you can they can find all your writings all there writings. and you do so, it all the time. Mm-hmm. And you actually type on a typewriter. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. All right. Well, let me read one uh, that I wrote recently, my thought about hospitality. And I call it Might My Table. My bread might satiate your hunger. My cup might quench your thirst. Might my table settle your heart. Might my table settle your heart. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, I can't tell you enough. Uh, thank you enough, Kevin, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Dan. So that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you Monday. Now go do good things. Yeah, welcome back to uh, the extended version of the Dan Parsons show. Oh uh, my goodness, this is this is something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, we we uh, mix a drink, Johnny, and the next thing you know, we break the damn station. <laughs> no, we do. Or as like I like to say, the Dan station. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, apparently there's some technical difficulties on the baseball side of things here. So welcome back uh, to 1,490, uh, 1,499.3 KLIN the extended version of the Dan Parsons show and joining me is Chris uh, from across the hall. Yeah, hi Dan. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the, mother nature has a way of doing this sometimes, you know. I'm sure there's some things going on as it relates to the weather and trying to get a live broadcast going, yeah. so We'll kind of bridge the gap here yeah. before Husker baseball and yeah. see what we can do. Well, yeah, you you were because of seniority, uh, <laughs> you got to have uh, one of Kev, Chef Kevin Shin's uh, mint mojitos. Yes, so, so you were sticking around, and we were enjoying those. I was and, waiting for that. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah, so we'll do this every Friday. And I'm looking forward to Fridays even more now. <laughs> I, was, I, I feel like I've been waiting two weeks for today because, well, I have been. We didn't have a show last Friday. There you so. go. And we don't have a show next Friday either. There's uh, there's baseball again. But that's, hey, folks, stay tuned. Yeah, this will be fun. This will be fun. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I should have asked, Chris, can you do uh, traffic while you're drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not driving. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Chef Kevin, uh, and he's on his way he's got a, a dinner tonight so uh thanks for chef kevin for joining us and uh yeah so chris uh gosh we've known each other for forever we have yeah and it's nice to uh now be on the team isn't that something yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah who would have ever thunk that this could 
the the circles and everything would come around that's and, right and rejoin but it's so great to have you as a part well, of the team and you're very kind yeah no problem it, it's been a lot of fun you know and and we finally got to the entertainment part of my shtick yeah you know we did the informing yep. we did the educating you did and now we're doing the entertainment hey but i've still had a blast the last week and a half i'm gonna say that much well thanks john <laughs> yeah. hey, and johnny johnny cadillac uh, producer extraordinaire you have you've kept the uh, you've kept me from running this thing in the ditch. <laughs> I try. <laughs> no, it's a good mix. It really is, guys. And, uh, yeah, with Kevin's, uh, word each week, we'll have to figure out a way to, uh, to share all this, uh, uh, with the listeners. But, uh, I'll just read his, uh, word again. Uh, and Kevin does and, and follow him on, on, uh, Instagram. That's his, uh, platform of choice. And you can just find him. Uh, Chef Kevin Shin on Instagram, but he posts uh, all of his uh, writings, and he does, uh, Chris, and yeah. he he types at an old typewriter. That's awesome. And yep. old uh, school, I like it. Yeah, it's old school. And so here here was what he wrote for us uh, for the very first uh, Dan Parsons show Friday afternoon club with uh, Chef Kevin. Uh, my bread might uh, situate your hunger. My cup might quench your thirst, might my table settle your heart. So it's just... That's uh, great. That's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice. I told him the other day, and maybe I shouldn't uh, say this uh, publicly, but uh, after he types those, and this is a, a sample, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's on a, a, some nice paper. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. I said, you really... Uh, that's frameable i'd buy yeah. that as art yeah you could you yeah. could you that could be a a thing yeah 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 but uh no kevin's been a friend for a long time and and most of us in town remember uh, bread and cup and and uh, some other restaurants and so now he's oh, transitioned yeah. into this uh, really cool idea of this private uh micro restaurant at his home private dining that's awesome and we have i have a uh, a great group that we go out once a month, and it started years ago when we were all having kids, and we weren't stopping to take time for ourselves. We yeah, were always so doing important. the kid thing. Yep. And so we just decided, you know what? One night a month, the kids are going to a Somewhere. babysitter or a grandma or whoever, and we're going out to dinner. Yeah. And we've been doing that for almost 30 years That's now. cool. Same it's really fun. Same group of people. Same group of people. Wow. And typically the way that works is the person selling the, uh, celebrating their birthday that okay. month okay. gets to get choose where we're going to go. And if we don't have uh, a birthday that month, then we just kind of pull the rabbit out of the hat. And where haven't we been for a while or what's new, some of those kind of things. But we have a great time, and it's a fun thing to do. And so this might lend itself to Kevin's yeah, uh, yeah. thing a little bit. That'd how many's be in fun. your? How many's in your? Group? There's four couples. Okay, yeah. so a total of eight. Yep. He can do as many. That's possible. I know he prefers like a four top or a six top, and he just does one seating a night. Oh, okay. Uh, but an eight top might stretch him a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, we should ask him that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd but, be fun. But yeah, he's already uh, filling up for the season, and um, no, it's a. And, you know, he does everything. Uh, that's he, neat. He, he has some help, but it's basically, you know, because that, that's always the thing, I, at least for me, 
with local dining and local food. You bet. To be able to know the people who are serving your food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just something special about that. Well, it, it, it's a much more intimate experience. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've got some great restaurants in town, too, that you can have a great experience with. But that's even more unique, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 Well, and yeah, I think a lot of us, uh, the trend has been the farm to fork and knowing where your food comes from. Sure. And, um, you know, when we were doing Lincoln Secret Supper, we were getting, and I think Kevin, I, I think, still gets his hogs from, uh, uh, from, and I, I'm forgetting his name now, um, but there's a hog producer of, uh, of a, a breed of hogs, uh, heritage hogs, uh, and uh, he provides uh, hogs to all of the major restaurants uh, in Lincoln and Omaha, or a lot fantastic. of them anyway. Yeah. And so I've been out there yeah. uh, to his farm and seen the hogs. And, uh, yeah, that farm-to-fork, uh, we really do. It's, it, it just adds so much more to the dining uh, experience if you oh, yeah. uh, not only know who the suppliers are, but know, you know, the chef. and, and Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's you great. bet. Yeah, yeah. so... It, I I, do, I would encourage people to to do something like that. If you've got a group yeah, of friends yeah. that you maybe haven't seen for a while or you haven't uh, stayed in touch with, it's a great way to reconnect. It's a fun way to reconnect and just go enjoy an evening with each other. In your, you know, you know, Chris, that is so important in those years when you're raising kids and yeah. And, uh, yeah, get them over to the babysitters or grandmothers and take uh, time for yourself. Yeah, you have to. It's important. Yeah, it's, yep. that's that's a really cool concept. Do you ever head up to Omaha or do you stay we have. local? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've uh, let's see, where did we go up there? It's been a while since we've done that one. Um, one of the funner ones was down to Beatrice to the Black Crow. Oh yeah, is that still there? I, as far as I know, it's I probably been, been a little more than a year than since the last time we okay. were there. But they do a great job. Yes, that they was a do. fun thing. Yeah. So we'll do we'll do a road trip every once in a while and and go up to Omaha or out to uh where did we go? I'm trying <laughs> it's all escaping me now. Yeah, but yeah. um it just and it's not just for the food either, you know. It's the camaraderie. Oh, yeah. It's the it's fun. The it's the time to be together yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, if you're tuning back in to us and, and waiting for Husker Baseball, we're all waiting for Husker Baseball. I was going to say, I do have a programming note on that. Yes, sir. Uh, I've heard from the man in charge. Uh, we are we are going to continue this conversation straight till 6 o'clock. And if everything goes according to plan, Husker Baseball will begin at 6 p.m. Okay. The Husker coverage that we're all waiting for. So. Okay. In the meantime, we get to listen to Dan Parsons, and I'll always say Grillmaster Chris. So. <laughs> well, and it's it, that time of year too. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> it's it's the unexpected uh, continuation of the Dan Parsons show here on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. We uh, we were expecting to be done at the bottom of the hour and welcome in uh, the pregame for baseball, but. Uh, uh, that's not the case. So we'll stick around here and and uh, chat a little bit longer here with Chris and with hey, Johnny. And uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. No, thanks, guys. I really feel uh, uh, feel at home here in week two. And uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a fun uh, fun ride. Well, the main thing is is you just do your thing. You just talk. You just give yourself that time to communicate with somebody and share their experiences, their knowledge, whatever it is, and have fun with it. Yeah, that, that's. 
to be comfortable is to just have fun with it. Well, it is so good. You know, and I've had some practice with my podcast the last oh, uh, six or seven years here. And, 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 and not only being able to, to communicate, but also to interview folks and, uh, you know, and break out my Rolodex and, yeah. and invite people, yeah. uh, that I have done business with or, uh, you know, had, had relationships. You know, I, when you get to be our age, uh, <laughs> Chris, you, you know, a few people in town. That and, Rolodex grows, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It's, Absolutely. Uh, well, and the kids don't even know what the heck a Rolodex is. So, uh, <laughs> Johnny, do you know what a Rolodex is? I mean, it's something I use the term of, but like, don't quiz me on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's describe it's, it, Chris. Okay. Yeah. We actually used to have a a circular file, actually, if you mm-hmm. used it properly, and it had what you might consider an index-type card, but they're especially punched. So those cards would fit on this Rolodex. I do actually know what that is. As soon as you started explaining, I was like, I bet I know what it is. And that's where you wrote your name, address, phone numbers of friends and contacts, and you would refer to your Rolodex if you needed to find somebody. Well, so how I was first introduced to that term was the Weird Al Yankovic song, One More Minute, where he says, I tore your name out. Of my Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's an old school reference. Yep. For sure. Oh, that's yep. cool. Yeah. 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 Now it's called your contacts. Yeah. yeah in your much. phone. You scroll through your phone and yeah. find who's uh, who's on your contact list. That's yeah. It. No, it's been fun. I had a conversation with the mayor's office today, and uh, every Tuesday we're going to have elected officials uh, uh, coming up this Tuesday. Uh, in the first segment, uh, Congressman Mike Flood is because uh, we are, I, you know. We're not just doing one party or the next. I don't like labels uh, so much, but we're going to talk to to the newsmakers and and the people who are making decisions. Both in I think Washington. that's important. It and, is, and, and those people should appreciate the opportunity too, because they can talk to a lot of people. Yes. Yep. Yeah. No, they they do recognize that. Good. I mean, uh, KLIN, this blowtorch that you guys have uh, developed over many many years. Yeah. yeah. The listenership is, and I can tell you, it's it's a li- it's been a little embarrassing the last couple of weeks going out to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people pitching me stories. I, sure. Yeah, you know, I've been used to being on the other side of the mic when yeah. I'm pitching stories to people, and yeah. uh, now people are pitching stories. Hey, Dan, you know what you ought to do? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I can. I can see that real do, easy. Yeah. Do you get that, Chris? You know what you ought to do? Yeah. I've, I've got this pothole over oh, here on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's great. That's fine. You know, we we want to be that for the people too. Yeah. Give yeah. them, give them information. Give them answers to questions. Sometimes you know. Sometimes we don't know, or we're not even sure where to go. But a lot of times we can direct people because we do have some exactly. contacts and that kind of exactly. stuff. Hey, you know, check in with so and so. They they can give you a better answer than me. Well, I got a call today from. Uh, I'm previewing future shows here, but as we're stretching time, if you're just joining us and expecting some baseball, we're all expecting some baseball, and they're coming. Uh, I think we've got another few minutes here before they uh, come back on the air at the top of the hour. But uh, you are hearing the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. But yeah, I got a call from Parks and Recs today, and they said, "Man, we are really wanting to." Pr- to promote the opportunity for uh, people to uh, uh, to be lifeguards. This oh, is, yeah. They're looking for lifeguards. Yep. It's that time of year yeah. for that, yeah. for sure. So we'll uh, we'll preview that. We will uh, have those uh, those folks on later this uh, next week. Two of, two of my kids were lifeguards. Oh, is that right? I, yeah. Uh, I got lifeguard certified when I was a senior in high school, but I never put it to practice. I yeah. think certification, at least at the time, I don't know what... 
the parameters are now, but the certification lasts three years, and I never did get a lifeguard job with it, but I I took the class and passed the course and everything. (laughs) There you go. Now, now, Johnny, was that like a bet that you lost with your buddies, or did it involve a girl? (laughs) No, neither. Uh, So I actually uh, determined and found my passion when I was in high school was the swim team. And so I, I swam the last three years, my sophomore through senior year, and uh, shout out to Lincoln North Star High School. They actually create, created the Cadillac Award, named after me, that they still give out to this day. Seriously? So Yeah, the coaching staff has completely changed since I was there, and none of the same coaches are still there. So they tell my story, not actually knowing who I am, but they still award that award every year, last I heard. So, so. is there like a little trophy of a Cadillac? Or what? <laughs> no, I, I got a plaque. <laughs> I think they now kind of give out certificates, and I think the definition of the award kind of changed a little bit. Um, I found when I was a senior in high school, I was more of a distance swimmer than I was a sprinter. And so it just, uh, I dropped so much time. Like, I, I started doing the 500-yard uh, freestyle. That was my event when I was a senior in high school. And from the first time I swam it to my fastest time, I dropped 53 seconds, and the coach thought wow. it was so remarkable. So she created the Cadillac Award. So I thought it was just for most time dropped, but now it's more recognizing that, that individual who shows the most heart and the most dedication. So. Very cool. Very cool. Very nice. Chris, did you do sports when you were... Uh, I did. I yeah. was a basketball player. Oh, sure. I yeah. knew that. Yeah. 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 No, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Yeah. And uh, I actually then thought about playing basketball in college, but I ended up make, making the L squad at the university. So I was, oh, a, yeah. I was on the L squad for a few years and had a blast doing that, that too. That had yeah. to be a good experience. It was great. It was a great way to meet people. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Got to travel, you know, yeah. do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I sang in the men's glee club there you uh, go. at, uh, at the university along with, mm. um, it was funny cause we were all in J school at the same time. Um, Kent Warnicky, who, oh, yeah. who was with the for a long time editor of the Norfolk Daily News, and myself, and um, gosh, now I'm going to go blank on, and and I was going to ask him, oh my goodness, uh, uh, KETV, Rob McCartney. Oh yeah. So Rob McCartney. I'll be darned. Uh, Kent Warnicky and I yeah. were all in J school at the university at the same time. Sure. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, McCartney was in broadcasting, yeah. and Kent and I were in News Ed because we didn't have we didn't have the looks to be on TV <laughs> like McCartney. Yeah, Rob and, did. Yeah. yeah, Rob and uh, <laughs> but we were all in Men's Glee. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so there's I had to get those two uh, on the show sometime. Oh yeah, and we could sing. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, A little almost. Uh, barbershop ish. Yeah, uh-huh. you need one more. Uh huh. That's right. Had <laughs> to get your quartet. So that was my that was my experience. Well, and then and I started playing music. Uh, I didn't I didn't audition for the. Uh, uh, I sang in college at the yeah. university. Uh, was in oratory chorus and men's glee. Uh, but music wise, for me in college, I uh, I in high school I played the drums and played. Uh, in a country swing band in western Nebraska and eastern Colorado, because I graduated from high school out in Ogallala. For, there you go. You know, grew, yeah. was born here in Lincoln, grew up here, and then went out to, uh, my family moved out to Ogallala, so came back down here to go to school. Oh, so yeah. I was already playing music all through high school, and I'm, I'm a drummer, uh-huh. uh, the non-musician, as we, you know, 
self-deprecating. Oh, well, the musicians are the musicians are lost without a good drummer. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so when I came down to Lincoln, uh, back here to go to college, um, I did the singing at the university. But I wanted I wanted to play some rock and roll. I'd been playing this country music, which sure. is great, and swing and jazz and everything out there. And I uh, came down here and and wanted to play some rock and roll. So I. Um, I was a PR chairman for my uh, fraternity. There surprise, you go. surprise, 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 right? surprise! Yeah, and uh, we actually put on a concert, uh, uh, the Phi Gam Jam. I'll be darned! And uh, we partnered with, uh, gosh, now we'll test your memory, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the one of the rock and roll stations here in town. Oh gosh! Um, Back in the day, I, I maybe KFR. I don't know if it's KFRX. If you if we started naming some of the man, you think I remember, yeah. Um, but anyway, and so we put on this concert, and so I got to know uh, some of the uh, a promoter company, uh, Sherm Bixby uh, had a promotion oh, company, yeah, in town. I knew Sherm. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knew Sherm. See, Johnny, when you get the two old guys in yeah. here, uh, we can tell stories. <laughs> Hell, we don't need baseball; we'll just tell stories. No, all the time. Yeah. Well, I will forever say that Grillmaster Chris over here knows everybody in the city of Lincoln, anyway. <laughs> and now that I've gotten to know you, Dan, I think it's the same can be said for you as yeah. well. So, yeah. <laughs> well, whoever I don't know, uh, Chris does know. <laughs> yeah, so, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. So no, Sherm had this uh, applause attractions. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, had this production uh, company, this promotion company, and he booked bands, and so I hired him to. Uh, do this five game jam for my fraternity and we raised funds and yeah, we had a heck of a time it rained and so we had to move it inside we were going to do it on the softball field down there on vine street yeah outdoors and uh, yeah it was like an all-day thing we had like six wow. seven eight bands regional bands local bands um and then it rained the night before so oh, we had no. to move it into the yeah. coliseum yeah um, yep. And so, anyway, because of that, I got to know Sherm, and I said, "Hey, if you ever have a band that's looking for a drummer, I, you know, I kind of do that." And, yeah. And so, sure enough, uh, I ended up uh, joining a band. And Fantastic. Who are still fun. friends of mine today. And, yeah. Uh, so that was. That's great. I didn't do the athlete thing. I did the musician thing. Yeah, absolutely. I came close to doing music too because I, I really enjoyed music in high school as well, um, and of course my. With my Yale Squad experience, it was that was sure very time consuming and didn't really have time to get into it. But I, I, I got acquainted with because uh, we traveled quite a bit with the Scarlet and Cream Singers. Yeah, and uh, so I, it's kind of a funny little story. But I, I wanted to sing so bad, and and I just loved that group, and I wanted to try it. But I, so I exhausted my my stay with the Yale Squad. But I had one more year to go. And so I approached Ray Miller. Ray at the Miller, time. and yeah. Ray did the Glee Club too. He did, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I knew Ray, and uh, I asked him. I said, "Man, I'd really like to be a part of the Scarlet and Cream Singers, but I was going to be a graduating senior." And he he wanted me too, but he said, "If you'd have come to me two years ago, you'd have been on it." But <laughs> that close, he, he couldn't couldn't justify giving it to somebody that's going to graduate that year. Sure, you know, that sure. kind of thing. But he was a great guy. Oh, Ray was great. That 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 group was always fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That group was fun. Well, you're turning into the extended version of the Dan Parsons show, and I I think we're going to hear some baseball. So thanks for tuning in to fourteen hundred and ninety nine three K L I N.